Morning prayer begins on page five with the thanksgiving verse. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. Continuing on page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Herb provides a special canticle in place of a nighty on Thanksgiving Day. It is on page 264, <clears throat> so for the Venite, the Thanksgiving Day Canticle. O praise the Lord, for it is a good thing to sing praises unto our God. Yea, a joyful and pleasant thing it is to be thankful. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem, and gather together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth those that are broken in heart and giveth medicine to heal their sickness. O oh, sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving, sing praises upon the harp unto our God, who covereth the heaven with clouds, and prepareth rain for the earth, and maketh the grass to grow upon the mountains, and herb for the use of men, who giveth fodder unto the cattle, and feedeth the young ravens that call upon him. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem, praise thy God, O Zion, for he hath made fast the bars of thy gates, and hath blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the flour of wheat. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> Psalm 74, on page 430. O God, wherefore art thou absent from us so long? Why is thy wrath so hot against the sheep of thy pasture? O think upon thy congregation, whom thou hast purchased and redeemed of old. Think upon the tribe of thine inheritance, and Mount Zion, wherein thou hast dwelt. Lift up thy feet, that thou mayest utterly destroy every enemy, which hath done evil in thy sanctuary. Thine adversaries roar in the midst of thy congregations, and set up their banners for tokens. He that hewed timber afore out of the thick trees was known to bring it to an excellent work. But now they break down all the carved work thereof with axes and hammers. They have set fire upon thy holy places, and have defiled the dwelling place of thy name, even unto the ground. Yea, they said in their hearts, Let us make havoc of them altogether. They have, thus have they burnt up all the houses of God in the land. We see not our tokens. There is not one prophet more. No, not one is there among us that understandeth any more. O God, how long shall the adversary do this dishonor? Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name forever? Why withdrawest thou thy hand, 
Why pluckest thou not thy right hand out of thy bosom to consume the enemy? For God is my king of old. The help that is done upon earth, he doeth it himself. Thou didst divide the sea through thy power. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou smotest the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gavest him to be meat for the people of the wilderness. Thou broughtest out fountains and waters out of the hard rocks. Thou driest up mighty waters. The day is thine, and the night is thine. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth. Thou hast made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy hath rebuked, and how the foolish people hath blasphemed thy name. O deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove unto the multitude of the enemies, and forget not the congregation of the poor for ever. Look upon the covenant, for all the earth is full of darkness and cruel habitations. O let not the simple go away ashamed, but let the poor and needy give praise unto thy name. Arise, O God, maintain thine own cause. Remember how the foolish man blasphemeth thee daily. Forget not the voice of thine enemies. The presumption of them that hate thee increaseth evermore and more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twentieth chapter of the book of Leviticus. <clears throat> then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Again you shall say to the children of Israel, Whoever of the children of Israel, or of the strangers who dwell in Israel, who gives any of his descendants to Moloch, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. I will set my face against that man, and will cut him off from his people, because he has given some of his descendants to Moloch, to defile my sanctuary and profane my holy name. And if the people of the land should in any way hide their eyes from the man, when he gives some of his descendants to Moloch, and they do not kill him, then I will set my face against that man, and against his family. And I will cut him off from his people, and all who prostitute themselves to him, to commit harlotry with Moloch. <clears throat> and the person who turns to mediums and familiar spirits, to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person, and cut him off from his people. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. And you shall keep my statutes and perform them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. <clears throat> For everyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. The man who commits adultery with another man's wife, he who commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. The man who lies with his father's wife has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. If a man lies with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have committed perversion. Their blood shall be upon them. If a man lies with a male as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. 
they shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. If a man marries a woman and her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burned with fire, both he and they, that they that there may be no wickedness among you. If a man mates with an animal, he shall surely be put to death, and you shall kill the animal. If a woman approaches any animal and mates with it, you shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them. If a man takes his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and sees her nakedness, and she sees his nakedness, it is a wicked thing, and they shall be cut off in the sight of their people. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness. He shall bear his guilt. If a woman lies with a, if a man lies with a woman during her sickness and uncovers her nakedness, he has exposed her flow, and she has uncovered the flow of her blood. Both of them shall be cut off from their people. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, nor of your father's sister, for that would uncover the, his near of kin. They shall bear their guilt. If a man lies with his uncle's wife, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. If a man takes his brother's wife, it is an unclean thing. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. You shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my judgments and perform them, that the land where I am bringing you to dwell may not vomit you out. And you shall not walk in the statutes of the nation which I am casting out before you, for they commit all these things, and therefore I abhor them. I have said to you, you shall inherit their land, and I will give it to you to possess, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, who has separated you from the peoples. <clears throat> you shall therefore distinguish between clean animals and unclean, between unclean birds and clean, and you shall not make yourselves abominable by beast or by bird, or by any kind of living thing that creeps on the ground, which I have separated from you as unclean. And you shall be holy to me, for I, am, I the Lord, am holy and have separated you from the peoples, that you should be mine. A man or a woman who is a medium, or who has familiar spirits, shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. Here endeth the first lesson. The Deum Ladamos on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. 
when thou tookest upon thee to deliver a man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the nineteenth verse of the second chapter of the Epistle of St. Paul to the Philippians. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, that I also may be encouraged when I know your state. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. But you know his proven character, that as a son with his father he served with me in the gospel. Therefore I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see how it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself shall also come shortly. Yet I considered it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, but your messenger, and the one who ministered to my need. Since he was longing for you all, and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick, for indeed he was sick almost unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. <clears throat> Therefore I sent him the more eagerly, that when you see him again you may rejoice, and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him, therefore, in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such men in esteem. For the work of Christ he came close to death, not regarding his life, to supply what was lacking in your service toward me. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate Deo on page 15. O oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, 
and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> o Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O merciful Father, who hath blessed the labors of the husbandmen in the returns of the fruits of the earth, we give thee humble and hearty thanks for this thy bounty, beseeching thee to continue thy loving kindness to us, that our land may steal, still yield her increase, thy glory and our comfort through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, I beseech thee, absolve thy people from their offenses, that through thy bountiful goodness, we may all be delivered from the bands of those sins which by our frailty we have committed. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our blessed Lord and Savior. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth through eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen morning to all. Happy Thanksgiving Day. A couple notes. The Leviticus readings we have this week before, <clears throat> or this, you know, little, little, uh, in this interlude before Advent um, can sound a little weird sometimes. Some of the specific details of the holiness code aren't um, a little removed from, from, where, from uh, us now, but the various, <clears throat> the basic categories that are addressed in here um, remind us that um, this idea of holiness, which means being set apart from the way of the world, is a big deal with God. Uh, and Israel is called to be holy, to be not like the nations. And all of these things that are emphasized here are ways that God, having redeemed his people and brought them into the land, they're not to be like the nations around them. Which is why when we hear in the church, you know, that, you know, you know that's, that's so old, you know, people aren't doing that anymore. Is, is precisely what God <laughs> doesn't want us to follow. Uh, if something is right and good, it, it is for God's people to, to practice as a witness to the world. It doesn't matter how far the world goes in the other direction. And it should be noted also that this is also for Israel and for the church specifically. 
So the, the rooting out of evil metaphorically, we're not, we don't kill people like Leviticus tells uh, them, Old Testament Israel to, but we would see it as being um, removed from the practice of the church, any of this kind of stuff. It's not the church yelling at the world to do this. It's the church in her midst um, living in this different standard. And that's kind of our remnant theology, that the idea of mission is, first of all, that the church must accurately bear witness to Christ, must <clears throat> show something to the world that is different from the world in her life, so there's something to draw the world in. And the, and the main thing that's undermined the church's witness in the modern world is just the church looks very much like the world. So what's the big deal? We can highlight a few things. There's no toleration at all in Israel of child sacrifice and, and there, or, or human sacrifice offering to Molech. There is a kind of allusion here to the practice of abortion in our culture. Our, the church just, what, you know, whatever one's opinion about political, the church must value life always. Um, spiritism, mediums, tarot cards, seances, any kind of stuff. No, <laughs> you never, we never get involved in these things because there's a spirit associated with it. We don't, we don't get involved with. So don't do that stuff. It's interesting here in the, in the comment on adultery that the adulterer and the adulteress should be put to death. It harkens to John 8, the problem there when the leaders drag this woman to Jesus who's been caught in adultery in the very act. You know, it begs the, the Leviticus 2010 question, where's the guy? <laughs> We're supposed to stone them both. And that's part of the hypocrisy of that situation. And in general, the, 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 the idea of sexual purity that the Leviticus highlights still prevails. St. Paul is very clear about this New Testament. There's one standard in the church, which is faithfulness within marriage, and, and abstinence outside of marriage. There's nothing else that characterizes the church. Um, and, and, and that's uh, something that, that not all, you know, it's something that Christians can struggle sometimes, make good confessions, uh, but when we err, we know what the standard against which people are erring. <laughs> There's no changing of the standard. That's what sets the church apart from the world and characterizes her as, as, as holy and bearing witness to the world as something different. Um, and getting to St. Paul on kind of a, a closing note on Thanksgiving, St. Paul again is in jail um, and he's recalling various things, but especially the, the, uh, the ministry of Epaphroditus who has traveled from Philippi to Paul with the gift. And um, remember the Philippians is a very grateful epistle, yet again, St. Paul is in jail giving thanks for what God is doing while he is in jail. And as we think about Thanksgiving Day, it's, it's common for us to count our blessings, and we absolutely ought to do that, you know, remember the good things that God has given us. But that's the surface level of Thanksgiving that pertains to everybody. In, in the deeper sense of, of the Christian life, where St. Paul says, give thanks in all things to God. Um, it's not necessarily that we're thankful for all things, like, you know, I'm thankful that I got nailed or got sick or something. It's, it's we're thankful that in all things, Christ is with us. He is Emmanuel, God with us. And that means all things, God is present redemptively in all things, working his good in our lives. And so we can, we can think of life 
that if we didn't have Christ, we'd still have whatever it is we face in terms of challenge. We just wouldn't have the hope. We wouldn't have the presence of the Holy Spirit teaching us new things and 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 bringing actual you know answers and healing also. So it's the redemptive presence in Christ in all things and the fact that this changes the narrative of our life. We talked about yesterday that our cross is leading us to our own resurrection, that, that, that God is always working out his good through, through in all things. And that's where we, where we give thanks for that. And that's a distinctly, that's a uniquely Christian thing that, that characterizes the Christian life. So that's, I think, what we should focus on giving thanks for on, Christ, on, on Thanksgiving Day the good he's given us and for his redemptive presence in all things uh, we give thanks we'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O god the creator and preserve of all mankind we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them thy saving health unto all nations more especially we pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit and the bond of peace and righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in was afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Have a great day, whatever you're going to go. Happy Thanksgiving, Eating some everybody. turkey, probably, or maybe those <laughs> don't eat turkey, doing something else. Have a good. great day. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks, Bishop Scarlett. Have a good day, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving.